chilly outside you got like frost hanging off your eyebrows and stuff it's not that cold but it was cold today we were working in the on the coast today so we were up on the north norfolk coast hey i know where that's at oh you do now (laughs) (laughs) you do now yeah for for the holidays for those that the inside joke for the holidays gamble sent my family and i a puzzle of uh, the uk because our geography, most Americans' geography, we just kind of focus on just the continental USA. And so he sent us a, a puzzle and all weekend I've been putting together this map of the UK. And I got all the, the land mass taken care of, but now I'm putting the water around. I got I got uh, Isles of Man just kind of hanging out there. Okay. You know, <laughs> kind of That's a- south, southwest area of the country. It's a famous, famous island, the Isle of Man. They have a very high speed motorcycle race yeah. festival there every year. It's high adrenaline that, motorcycle. That's how I know of it. I, I've watched Isles of Man ah, okay. on YouTube wow. and, and saw the racing. I mean, the racing is like ridiculously impressive. Like super dangerous. You know, that film, there's a film called Closer to the Edge and it's a Isle of Man TT racing movie. Mm-hmm. And it was the first film that, I was completely sold on 3D ah. about 2010, 2011, when 3D TVs were having a little bit of a comeback. Yeah. And, you know, you would buy a TV and it would come with a pair of glasses, passive or active 3D glasses. And this was on a Panasonic TV I had at the time. And I put on this, this Blu-ray, 3D Blu-ray of Isle of Man, closer to the edge, TT racing. And it was, it was superb. I'd watch that again in 3D. That and, and Tron. And Tron. The remake of Tron or the new one of Tron. Yeah. You know, speaking of movies, it wasn't in 3D, but I've been watching uh I've been watching this series on Netflix about Formula One. And it is amazing. What is that thing? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up real quick. And uh, it's not need for speed. What is it? Uh Netflix F1. And everybody's like shouting it out right now. Uh, drive to survive yeah yeah and that has got my juices going for march man i cannot wait for formula one to kick off it's going to be a great season they come to texas don't they yeah gonna come to austin texas again um i was there for the 2019 formula one race and obviously 2020 it was canceled uh but 2021 it's scheduled to be there in november and I have a buddy that's flying down from Ohio and we're going to go to a Formula One race. And I have a couple of clients that are going to be there as well. So I'm going to meet up with them and uh, just have a great time watching, watching some, uh, watching some Ferrari and, you know, Mercedes, all those cats racing around the track. It's going to be fun. I often think that I would, I'd like one of those high speed vehicles to get me around some of the, the jobs that's, that fill up our diary, you know, in a typical day, sometimes it's, three, four, five, six appointments. And we often talk about that on our WhatsApp chat. You know, how many appointments have you got today? And demand is not reducing. Going into 2021, demand for uh-huh. the Project Pro is at an all-time high. And I think it's got definite room to, to grow even further, the demand. 
Yeah, the demand is fire hot for our industry right now, Gamble. Uh, people are definitely wanting to be reliably connected to the network. That, that seems like our number one call and need. And closely behind that is security. You know, they're wanting to, to have uh, access to surveillance cameras uh, to where not only can they, you know, do post viewing, but they, they want to be able to see something immediately and have interaction with whatever is going on immediately with the surveillance cameras, but, you know, and, and somehow, uh, not somehow, but they also want to tie that in with their alarm system. And with today's technology, especially the ones that we're that we're dealing with on a daily day to day basis, that's very easy to do. You know, as much as our we're getting a lot of new inquiries, which is fantastic, and, and we're growing our our customer base, we're also in demand from our existing customers. And you know, for anybody listening that runs a home technology business, it can be a challenge juggling existing customers who equally you know, enjoyed your services first time round, second time round, third time round. And they keep asking you to come back at the same time. You've built up new customers, new projects, which are, you know, committed to that as a juggling act. And today was uh, a visit to a client who we did work for around about two years ago. And they're really enjoying their, their smart home with, uh, they got their Nest cameras, Nest doorbell, the Nest uh, smoke detectors. They got Sonos in about four or five rooms. TV distributed around the house. Great Wi-Fi, and they were looking for something that was going to protect the home. And, and today we were back fitting water leak sensors. We were fitting um, some sensors for door contacts on some of the outbuildings because they hadn't been able to get to the property for so long during the summer and autumn and then they were able to, to visit the property just early winter realized that this is like a sitting duck to be vandalized or um, people visiting that they don't know who's around when you know this is a second home for them so by adding this extra layer of, of protection and monitoring and uh, dealt with it all with via zoom today to do the handover and walk around the building with them whilst they were 200 miles away showing them you know that this device is online this device is on this app this is how you interact with this app um, so it's just interesting to get sometimes you're going back to add more speakers sometimes you're going back to add more tvs bigger tvs but this time it's a layer of protection which was which was interesting and, and, and challenging i will say so this client you said they're were they in house today or yeah. were you still doing a virtual consultation or not consultation but you know a virtual education on how to operate their home remotely we had to conduct it all remotely they they, they visited the property before we went into lockdown and then when the country went into another lockdown they they departed and went back to their primary residence and but one of the the kind of afterthoughts they had was this house needs needs more eyes and ears it's great having entertainment and wi-fi and we can see the outside of the building but they had no real insights into what was happening inside regarding temperature humidity water leaks um, they also wanted to detect motion they, they, we installed an indoor camera as well that just to expand on their nest cameras 
um, and they, they just found it a huge benefit just to be able to, you know, it's all very well getting a water leak detection, but imagine also being able to view the camera in the kitchen where the water is detected yeah, when you're 200 yeah. miles away. And so are y'all also doing like a uh, remote shutoff valve or a valve that senses water flow that can automatically take action and shut that water off? We won't be fitting that. And it's not a product that we've we've recommended because we still don't really have a strong candidate for that in the UK market, unfortunately. Um, we're not recommending it because we're not plumbers and just outside of my comfort level to start cutting pipes underneath their sink or in their utility room. Yeah. But what we're able to provide them with is a bit of a call out service. So if needed, we can attend. They also have commitments from other trades providers in the area. Uh, so this is in Norfolk. The client lives in central London. They have two or three key tradespeople on speed dial who are either very, very local or have a um, understanding and history of, of working in that property. So they know where things are to, to aid uh, anybody that comes to, to attend a, a fall or, or an issue. You know, that, I, that's what I love about the systems that, that we're pitching to our clients, Gamble, is that they're completely expandable. You know, uh, the client that you have already has a system. They're like, you know what, I, I need to add a little bit more. You know, after thinking about it, after this experience that, that we're facing right now, I need a little bit more uh, to, to manage my house. And, and honestly, Gamble, we've been talking about this for, for years of the ease of expanding upon the platforms that, that we're deploying. Uh, you know, we're a big proponent of the, the ring systems and ring doesn't only do uh, surveillance camera systems or alarm systems, but they also do uh, door locks um, or their systems are, it's not a ring at door lock per se but their ecosystem allows for that expansion into like door locks or to fire sensors or to um, water sensors or freeze sensors to easily allow you to expand that system. Because on the front side, people, clients might not find the necessity of it. And sometimes it takes an aha moment to, to say, you know what? Yeah, absolutely for, man, for 40 bucks, let's do that. Let's add that extra sensor or I need two of them. One of our favorite ones here in the South, uh, our air conditioned units are up in the attic and they sweat a lot. They go into a drip pan and that drip pan has a, has a PVC pipe that shoots out the side of the house. And on occasion, those drip pans, the, the, the pipe, it'll get clogged up with algae and, and that drip pan will overflow. And before you know it, there's a giant hole in your ceiling all over your brand new carpet or all over your carpet or your hardwood floors. And for 40 bucks, you can drop one of these little sensors into the pan. And as soon as it senses moisture, it sends an alert to your mobile device, letting you know that, hey man, I need to get up there and take a look to see what's going on. Or, you know, call a plumber out so that they can actually help with the situation. Yeah, expansion is, is, is crucial when choosing that initial system. It needs to have a future it can't just be addressing today's needs and, and i'm always mindful of you know well okay they didn't they didn't buy this 
service today, but I know there's a high chance of them going with it in the future. So that's where your pre-wire is essential if it's new construction or, or a major refurbishment of a home. Pre-wire, you know, even last week we were questioned, you know, I don't want speakers in this room. I don't want motorized blinds. And I said, look, with all due respect, let's calm down a minute here. I'm not trying to shoehorn extra stuff in to get extra money from you. I'm doing this for the good of this building. I'm doing it for, uh, you know, allowing you some flexibility in the future. I'm allowing this so that I don't get caught out um, by a last minute change of plans, even during the construction, you know, oh, in fact, yeah, let's, let's add some speakers in this room. Is that too late, Chris? Just the common conversations that you have. So the flexibility starts very early on in, 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 in our designs, very early on in our consultations, you know, maybe I'll, I'll gauge a reaction to, Hey, have you thought about lighting control? No, I don't need this. I'll have a quick conversation with the electrician during the project. Can you just make sure that the back box is this deep or can you just make sure that this extra cables in or can, can you make sure we, we can access this light in the future uh, if we need to add a, a Lutron dimmer, for example. And that's one of the things we did early this morning. So the first job I did was customer, Lutron system, loves their Picos, likes the convenience, just a simple addition of two extra Picos in the bedroom. They wanted one by the dressing table so they didn't have to get up and go to the wall to switch it on. And then they also wanted uh, an extra Pico for controlling the, the Sonos audio and, and volume settings just from, again, the convenience of a Pico and not reaching for the app every time. Yeah, man. Planning on that front side and just having that conversation of opportunity and things to consider because resources, especially in the building phase of things, can, can sometimes be restrictive. And, and your budget for tech is, is what it is. Uh, but having those open lines of communication, one, one thing is, is that uh, one of the biggest ones is, is shades, you know, and you were kind of talking about it. And not only is it fantastic for being more efficient with your energy, but a lot of our clients that they have large investments in rugs and furniture and some of it is is older furniture that that they've invested quite a bit of money in and if you have windows with inappropriate window treatments on it the sun the uv rays can can penetrate the, through those windows and really wreak havoc on those in, investments and man I, i've seen some i've gone into some houses and after a year the rug is half the color like half the rug is like a light blue and the other half is a dark blue because of where the sun, you know, was was doing its working its unseen magic. <laughs> I don't know how it does it, but those UV rays they they eat at that eat at the rugs or at the furniture, and by uh, making a an, an additional a small additional investment allows the longevity of of those initial investments of, of products that they want to keep. You know, furniture is such a added value to the house and when to keep those rich colors you know it's, it's it's like throwing money away if you don't have the appropriate window treatments in your window to protect the valuables that you have in the house you know that that's where your your home tech pro is assessing the environment 
like what are other factors that can can be a challenge you know what you talk about furniture i'm also thinking artwork as well as another one that can be badly affected by by sunlight um but also artwork can look better with the right lighting and and one project that we're working on this week at early stages just about to start all the pre-wire is a house where the the owners for sure definite collector of art because positioned around in the lighting design there's so many indications of lighting in the ceiling close to the wall to give maximum lighting effects onto wall mounted artwork there are adjustable lights um there have they can be grouped with multiple lights grouped as a as a circuit of lights to to highlight maybe three four five pieces of artwork in the room there's going to be the ability to have some color changing on on the the tone of the lights so that a different white scale that we can adjust to make certain artwork looks better than it would under just a single color um and that's just that the was the lighting designer that's 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 really uh, analyzed that with the client but now it's our job to deliver them in the exact positions uh, to get that nice form of, of beam of light onto the artwork uh, and one of the things i've got to do tomorrow is walk around with the the builder and start to look at where's all the because it's an existing home but we have the ceiling all exposed where can we can we put the lights there is there are there steel beams in the ceiling are there timbers in the way does anything need to be changed uh, and it will have to be changed if it is the case because the, the position of the artwork has been so uh, accurately planned out there's so many factors whenever designing a house as, as well as the, the access to different types of technology. Last week we were talking with Megan Ace, just a fantastic interview with her. And she was talking about the different needs that she's hearing from clientele of, of you know, being in your home a lot more and actually it being a workspace, you know, in it, which is an extension of, you know, your home. Uh, just a fantastic interview and, and having a designer, I'm always in awe of whenever we talk with Megan, but whenever I just talk to designers in general of how valuable different tradesmen are and women are for designing and building a house. Uh, just the creating the awareness for the unaware, <laughs> you know, because of, of what you can do and, should do for your home yeah often i seem to be on the the other side of the the fence where my skills are often brought in to be the practical side of things like is it possible can we do this you know am i you know the the client might ask me for privately you know am i wasting my money is is this is this necessary um do you see this in other customers homes it's amazing how <laughs> how people start to ask you for for advice or, or they start to trust your opinion on one thing and you get asked on something else which you know you give an honest opinion and you know and, they, and then they come back for something else like you know kitchen appliances or tiles or flooring you're like no this is like tech yes interior design no and that's not my specialism <laughs> 
not not your not in your wheelhouse, you know. But that goes to say, you know, that the trust has been instilled. We we call that the the trusted advisor, you know, to where you know they feel comfortable with the solutions, and and usually it's it's quite a bit of an investment for clients whenever they're when they're working with us and whenever you're reliable, whenever you communicate, when you show up and do what you say you're going to do and, and it's done in an expedient manner and, the, and they're very happy, the family is happy, that really gives some, some trust and they value, you know, what, what your thoughts are on other aspects of, of their home build. Yeah, we, we get those questions about different uh, appliances as well. <laughs> I think it's because you're often part of the project for such a long period of time from the early stages of the design right the way through to all the construction work. And then you're there working with the, the family to get the right adjustments on the lighting, the audio, the video system, the security. So you're still there after many other tradespeople have, have gone, you know, they've done their work, they've fitted the kitchen, they've done the roof, they've, signed off the electrical works and, and they're they're gone and you know we're a tradesperson that's there late in the evening sometimes um at weekends and getting everything right for them because there's quite a lot of shareholders at the end of a project you've got get the kids bedrooms right get the dressing room area right get the outdoor uh areas working right for what's needed and setting up apps on what sometimes feels like a dozen phones, 10 iPads, you know, touch screens, remote controls, setting up favorites, preferences, scenes. And uh, hey, look, you become, in some, in some cases, you become a bit of a friend of, of the customer. And that's, that's good. You know when that's happening as well. You feel it inside that I've got a good relationship with these people. I'm not going to let them down. I'm not going to muck this up. I can see they've got a lot of trust in me. Yeah, man. Over the over the years, we we've developed so many of those types of relationships with our clients. Uh, it's 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 great whenever a client calls you back. I, I love having the clients that are like, JJ, you were here 15 years ago, and we finally have something else for you to do. <laughs> it's just the that's just the best feeling. Let's see, Gamble. What else? What else we got on today's docket to discuss? Just just free flowing, mate. We're just uh, shooting the breeze. Um, Things that I've got coming up this week, which are, you know, January, I, traditionally it's quite a lean month for our industry. If I look back on 2019, 18, 17, 16, I know that January, I can forecast quite a, a lean month. This year, I wasn't really able to forecast accurately because it's, you know, we're in lockdown. I didn't know what the turn of the year was going to bring. But inquiries, you know, if you're tracking down a home tech pro for your project right now, please give that guy or girl a little bit of breathing space. If it's anything like our business, and I know JJ's the same, we're getting an unbelievable amount of inquiries right now. We're dealing with a lot of quotations, which, you know, some of them are cut and paste, some are not. Some are trawling through drawings, calculating, you know, the demands for the lighting, the heating, the security um the, the home network you know just give that guy or girl that extra 
couple of days. Um, in some cases, they might get things out faster. You know, look at the moment, um, they've probably got quite a lot on their on their plate. Yeah, absolutely, Gamble. I, you know, just trying to get a hold of inventory. You know, the faster that that I can get my clients in line for getting inventory here is, is still one of the biggest challenges that, that we're facing as integrator, as well as time. When all our backs are up against, uh, you know, the need to to get it done, and uh, it's time has been quite the the challenge for us, uh, to to say the least. Because um, yeah, a lot, a lot of clients are calling right now. Yeah, and something that, you know, it's a bit of a throwback to the last episode. Over the weekend, we had uh, two inquiries for Laser TV and also um, an inquiry for if we knew an interior designer, which I just thought was a bit bizarre. We'd had Megan on last week and over the weekend, two Laser TV inquiries and somebody asking me if I knew an interior designer. And actually, I looked at my emails before I came on, somebody asking me for a local lighting designer as well. So people are out there looking for service providers for their projects. Um, maybe they've recognized that we've worked with people like that, or they've seen our output on social media, and they've asked if we can, we can recommend somebody. So that's, again, a good indication that things are healthy at the start of this year for, for business. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I, I have a bid out to do another laser television. I did one at the third quarter of last year, and what a fantastic solution! I mean, it's just so flexible. Uh, the the one that we did, we mounted on the on a little Chester up against the wall uh, with a fixed screen. It was a 120 inch screen on the wall, and it was just an oddly shaped environment. Uh, the, the room the, the room didn't really have a flat ceiling and it wasn't far enough back and so we did a laser television solution in there and and it was a small it wasn't a true theater um, although we put a uh, Sonos Arc soundbar in there it's one of our clients that they were probably one of the very first ones to get a laser TV and a soundbar I mean talk about early adopters and being a trusted advisor you know, it's like, well, this is our environment. What do you suggest we do? And I was like, let's try this. <laughs> and it turned out to be an amazing environment. Put some LED, you know, uh, put some Philips Hue lights in there. And it, it was quite a, quite a really nice environment for sure. Yeah, you were about to say LED, uh, LED lighting there. And it reminded me of a package I received this week. Uh, well, sorry, last week. And something I spotted on Instagram that some other people were, were talking about this, this new tool that they were using for installing their LED strips. And as a business, we install a lot of LED strips in, in customers' homes uh, for that cool, invisible lighting vibes that, that you, I know you like that European look to, to a lot of our projects, JJ. And mm -hmm. this is a tool called Install LED. And... I'm pretty sure it's designed by an electrician and it's a small stubby screwdriver, small compact. Um, but what it allows you to do, and it's got a, I don't have it in my, in my hands. Uh, I'm trying to describe it, but it's, it's a small stubby screwdriver with like a piece of rubber over the end of the, the pointy end of a screwdriver. So mm -hmm. think of it like <laughs> the first thing I thought was is a screwdriver with a condom. 
<laughs> the first thing, I, the first thing I thought when I saw it. But what it allows you to do, and LED strips do not like you handling with your your fingers. The amount of grime and dirt on your fingers, and you're putting it all over this lovely, clean, factory finished LED strip tape lighting. The last thing you want to be doing is touching up with your fingers. This allows you to place the the tape into the track and use the tool to stick the LED strip down into your your aluminium profile that you've got available for you to put the LED strip in. You're not going to be touching it. No excessive force on the strip because another problem with LED strips is the more you handle it, the more pressure you put on it, there's a high chance you can damage that, break one of the little LED fittings within the strip and, and have a dead spot or have a uh, discolored if it's if it's a strip that does multiple colors so install led a useful little tool which will just slip into your tool tool case if you're if you're an installer check them out on instagram install led yeah i'm looking at it i'm looking for it here on on google and i can't find it it might just be something on instagram that i need to it's new I to so I, it's, it's probably only like in its first few weeks so maybe it's just not coming up on that google search yet but um yeah something to look out for and I'll, I'll post an instagram picture of it um after after the show yeah let's see i'm trying to think of my new favorite tool you know i've just i've got so many tools in my tool bag i probably my my favorite tool gamble is my toner hmm. i use i use my toner all of the time and it's nothing new by any means but talk about tracing wires and finding signal flow and that's probably one of my all-time favorite tools. I love that thing. But these are the things that the, the, the DIY enthusiast lacks. They lack the specialist tools. You know, as much as they can, hey, I can do what you do. Bear in mind, when I pull up outside your house, I've got a truck full of specialist equipment that will do anything from drill through one meter thick walls to get to heights that you know you might not have the ladders for. I can find cables, I can find what's what's in the wall, I can fish cables in and around your ceiling and down the walls. Um, I've got the, the equipment to securely mount things to the wall. Uh, and then I've got the, the equipment, the programming software, the tools, the apps to calibrate your system, whether that's for your internet, for your audiovisual, or for your security and your lighting system. I've, you know, the Home Tech Pro is geared up, ready to be ultra efficient in your, your home technology installation. I, I remember one of the, being a rookie 20 years ago and toning out wires and I'm, I'm in a bedroom and I'm trying to find the coax for this bedroom. And I go out back to the home run panel where all our wires are coming. And I'd put my toner on the wire and then I'd go to the bedroom and be like, nope, that's not it. Go back to the home, move my toner over to the next wire. And I, I've got 30 wires to mess with, right? And I'd go to the room and tone it. Nope, that's not it. Move my wire to the... So <laughs> hoping that I find the right one. And what should you do in that situation, Gamble? Because I, I, I'm intentionally telling you how I did it as a rookie. Flip it round. Flip it right. <laughs> That's right. Start Put the toner in the room. <laughs> Put the toner in the room and then tone all 30 wires to figure it out. But yeah, man, that was like a, 
I'm guessing it might have been like 3.30 p.m. on a Friday where you just weren't thinking straight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember another one where I was at a client's house and they ran a 16.4 to a pair of in-ceiling speakers. And I'm like, this idiot only ran one wire from the location and he looped it through, hmm. you know, the left speaker going to the right speaker. I'm like, you need another wire from this location. You can't. <laughs> what what is the giveaway gamble? Well, you've got multiple cores yeah. by the cable. <laughs> you only need two two cores of a speaker cable to for the left and two cores oh. positive and negative for your for your right. So a four core speaker cable can be brought to the first speaker uh -huh. and looped out to the second speaker instead of two individual runs labor saving uh labor saving as well as cost saving Cable, as well yeah, yeah. you know uh material saving and a little bit of cya in there too if something gets damaged you know you, you have a little extra extra wire in there and it's like pennies hmm. you know on the in the grand scheme of thing but yeah man i i there there's a couple of as i think about experience from where I've started to how I process and do things now as a, as a technician, uh, hiring a home technology professional can greatly uh, increase the joy of the system because sometimes you, you can work on something very basic and easy for hours and completely demoralize your abilities to, to think clearly on, on a job. And that one about the speaker wires, Dude, I, I, I wasted like four or five hours trying to get that stinking a new wire ran because I did not have the understanding that it was already wired. It was staring me right in the face uh, the whole time. But just that comprehension of uh, that, and that, that that's an easy one. I, I remember I remember Campbell. <laughs> this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. I hooked up a surround sound system one time and and we went to do the tones for front, left, center, right, rear, right, rear, left, and they were backwards. And so I spent the time to switch the wires in the attic. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ah, JJ. I oh, know, embarrassing. Yeah. That was last week. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> you know, yesterday. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right before you before you completely self destruct, I think we're oh, gonna, no. we're going to wrap this up. Episode one one nine of the Digital Ramble. Go back, listen to last week's episode with Megan Ace. It's, it's flying. We're getting incredible listening figures on that. We're going to try and drop that video as well this week. Get that out there on Facebook and YouTube uh, because that was also a uh, an excellent chat just to to catch up with on video as well. But we've told you some of our secrets. We haven't told you them all. So there's still the need that if you don't know, you find that home tech pro.